Well, you heard it last week. Old Dinosaur Neil dropping that bombshell on us. Just taking a shit in the middle of the room and leaving. <laughs> That's right, Dino Neil Man pointed out that we should review the Kevin Smith movie, <laughs> Yoga Hosers! So, stay tuned for that on a- another episode of the review <sighs> review welcome to the oh jeez oh, starting again <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show eh <laughs> oh my god yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Welcome to... Shut up, Kevin Smith thought it was a hilarious. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions there. Sorry See... about that. Oh my god. I think we just did a better Canadian accent. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, come on, Troy. Uh, so yeah, at the top of the hour, we will be going over... What Dinosaur Neil has bestowed upon us in lieu of not having anything to watch this week. But as we are dutiful podcasting duo, we oblige the boy. We do. <laughs> oblige the boy. <laughs> we took pity on the boy. <laughs> uh, and we did it. Sucked it up and did it. But more on that as that develops. Before yes. so. Before so. We're going to get into some stuff. Okay. Some real stuff. Some real nitty gritty. Ooh, shit. You see this? Did you see the Golden Globes? I did. Do you watch them? No, I never watch award shows. I only <laughs> look up the results. Oh, we found an illegal stream and we watched him. Oh, Jesus. There well, you go, Troy. I'll, what better way to <laughs> announce to the world that you found an illegal stream than on the internet? <laughs> well... Chelsea looked in Golden Globes on YouTube, and there was, like, three streams of it. And we're like, what? This is cool. All of them were just some guy doing a screen cap of his freaking computer screen or whatever. Yeah. But they were fine. All right. Enough, I guess. So it was on YouTube. It was on YouTube. Okay, so it wasn't, like, you weren't, like, No, I wasn't on some Russian pirate hack site, whatever. No. It was on YouTube. Some scumbag thought he'd be a dutiful... And put it up. But I, so I watched the Golden Globes intermittently looking up from Candy Crush. Okay. <laughs> As this was going on. Oh, so you're turning to me now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but that one day we joked about you playing Candy Crush. And I was like, I kind of want to get back into Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> In lieu of can't finding any games. Oh, yeah. I put Candy Crush back on, I, oh. on my. Well, bless your heart. On my tablet or whatever. So I've been doing that. It's Candy Soda Crush, though. Oh, okay. So You're one of those guys. It's different. I'm on the soda train. Okay. Gotcha. I think I'm on level hey. 65. Holy Look out, y'all. shit. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with you. I know. I'm stuck now, so I might just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Golden Globes were this last weekend. Yeah. Weekend. Oh my lord. And if you saw it, yeah. or at least look at the results, 
clear winner. Yeah. My God. Was it La La Land? It was La La Land. <laughs> La La Land. <laughs> La La Land. <laughs> My God. Took almost every or single freaking award. Or as Babe the Pig would say, La La Land. <laughs> yes. As Babe the Pig would say, La La Land. Yeah. See, only people that are probably our age would even get that joke. From Babe, picking the city. Or no, that's the no, second one, from, just Babe. It's from the original Babe. Right. That'll do. That'll do, Pig. That'll do, Pig. Henry! What are you doing with that gun? Oh. Nothing. <laughs> I just remember they always had, like, the rats, like, announce the titles to chapters. Yeah. And I just remember, the only one I remember of that was just, like, they have a lone rat, and it says... A sad day. <laughs> that, <laughs> the freaking farmer always reminded me of my dad. And so, like, I think I told him that once, and he was like, <laughs> Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, sweet. Uh, anyway, the Golden Globes. Got it. Golden Globes. After a babe rant. <laughs> uh, take it. I'm going to go over some of these awards. Uh, taking over TV drama, The Crown won that one for best TV drama. I do have a full list, by the way. I wrote down a chunk of the list here. Maybe we can pass off some. Okay. While you're loading it up, I'll go through the TV stuff I wrote do down. Do it. Best TV comedy slash musical, Atlanta, which I have yet to see. Yeah, I want to check it out for sure. And uh, best TV miniseries, People versus O.J. Simpson. Get on it, Troy. I heard it's great. Get Obviously, it's it. great. Best TV mini. Get my, on it. My my my. I still haven't seen any of Atlanta. Watch the Crown. Crown's great. Yeah, it's good. Picked it up. I think uh, the 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 chick that plays um, Queen Elizabeth won for best actress. Too. Yeah, for TV. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For. TV, there was a few of them that I've never heard of. Like, Billy Bob won for something called, like, The Grudge or whatever? Oh, Goliath. That's oh, Goliath. actually on uh, Amazon. I want to check that out, actually. Really? I've never heard of it. Like, he plays like a lawyer. What the fuck? No one watched that he shit. He plays like a lawyer or something on it. But oh. I've heard it's really good. I kind of want to check it out. Hmm. I didn't write down anybody who won on TV, like, singly. I just kind of wrote down, like, the movie stuff. But Yeah. But, uh... Tom Hiddleston won for um, The Night Manager. Yeah, and Hugh Laurie also won for it, too. He got, like, Best Supporting Actor. Mm. And uh, I can't remember the actress's name for Best Supporting Actor, but Best Actress won for the person who played Queen Elizabeth. Yes. In The Crown. In The Crown. You got more TV stuff? Let, uh, well, TV stuff's on the, like, the very end, so now I'm like loading all this stuff oh well let's just move into movies then okay um let's start from the stuff that nobody cares about and go to the top which mostly everybody cares about so best song went to city of stars yeah la la land city of stars stars. are you shining just for (laughs) me That's my pitch-perfect Ryan Gosling (laughs) voice. Somebody was, uh, I can't remember what I was listening to, but they were going over the Golden Globes. And they're like, really? For, like, a musical? Like, none of them can really sing. And I'm like... I heard that, too. 
Like, I, I heard a lot of people, like, giving, uh, uh, I heard, like, this podcast where they were giving a lot of shit to, um, uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? Emma, Emma Watson for, cause they just came out with, like, a small, like, TV thing for Beauty and the Beast where she oh, actually really? sings, like, uh, uh, like, the beginning song of Beauty and the Beast. I think it's called, like, just Belle or something. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh, there's people like, oh, my God, she can't sing. And, and then it's like, yeah, but they just fucking golden. <laughs> they just, like, fucking La La Land just won a golden globe for <laughs> two people that can't sing. <laughs> but I've heard um, some other stuff Emma Watson did for Beauty and the Beast sounds gr- good. Yeah, I thought it sounded fine, but I don't know. People just want to be picky as Maybe fuck. They're up their asses. They just uh, up best their asses. score. Went to La La Land. I don't know what the score was. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Um, Apparently... Yeah. It's worthy. Yeah, I'm just looking through the best original song categories, and yeah, there's not really anything. Um, I thought there was a few that I recognized for best song. Can't Stop the Feeling from Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. That's about it. And How Far I'll Go from Moana, which, I mean, it's a good song, but can't fucking beat uh, Shiny. I love Shiny. <laughs> uh. Best foreign language film went to L, which was, I guess, a huge deal this year. Yeah. And I guess it's pretty great. Well, I guess it's, like, so fucking good that the chick that's, like, the main actress in it won for best actress. Yeah, in a best actress picture. in a drama, anyway. Yeah. I, so, like, she, like, she broke, like, the fucking language barrier to fucking win that <laughs> Yeah. Thing. So it kind of got me interested to see it, because I've obviously never heard about this movie yeah. at all. That's the one that I brought up that uh, Paul Verhoeven did. Oh, was it him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Where she like gets like raped and then she just like is just like just like calmly gets revenge on him. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. I heard it's fucked up. I don't really want to check it out. Cause even in uh at the Golden Globes, I guess that was Paul there. Like I guess as the director. That makes more sense. Yeah. That he's like, I'm super stoked that um because he went up to accept the award that somebody a lot of people get behind this movie that the like, main actress of the film is an unlikable. <laughs> and I'm like, sounds interesting to I me. Know, I kind of want to And I guess out. whatever you said went way over my head, and I just for, totally forgot about it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I want to maybe check that out if I can find it. Best animated film went to Zootopia. Well-deserved. May have more on that later as it develops. Really? Did you? No spoilers. <laughs> Troy, did you? Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh best screenplay la la land yeah went to damien chazelle of course best director la la land okay yeah damien chazelle mm-hmm. i actually have it in ditto quotes <laughs> uh best pick no oh, best actor z Best actors. actors. As we said before, uh, it went to Isabel Huppert for L for a drama. Yeah. Went to Casey Affleck for uh, Manchester by the Sea. They, I almost said Man in the High Castle. <laughs> I'm like, I know that's not right, but that's all I want to say. Manchester by the Sea. I uh, did see Manchester by the Sea, and uh, yeah, it was a pretty good performance. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good and depressing. It, it, didn't, it didn't blow me away, but yeah, it was good. Good for a Golden Globe. Uh, it must have been. I can't even... Uh, Got them globes. Uh, Best actor for a musical comedy. 
La La Land. Of course. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling took those both. Just took them both. (laughs) And then best picture drama. Yeah. Moonlight. Yeah. Actually, I've heard a lot of good things about Moonlight. I've heard a lot of good things. I also heard some mixed reviews about it, too. Like people saying, like, it's good, but it's it it drags in certain points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's getting awesome reviews from what I've seen on IMDb. It's got or and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's in like the '90s, high '90s. Yeah, it's it's a really cool concept. I definitely want to check it out. It's kind of like they follow like a kid who's like lives in the projects, but he's like also gay. Yeah, so and it's, it's at three points of his life too. Yeah, I think that's like a really interesting story to take because you you always kind of attribute like the pro like the projects are like lower income communities as like being like these macho guys. Yeah. And then, like, to see, like, uh, like a dude who's kind of like that, but who's, like, a little bit kind of like a thug, but then he's also, like, I like dudes. <laughs> like, that's kind of, like, a cool, that's kind of, like, an interesting, like, a, a different take on, on that, and it'd be kind of cool to see. But are they good to settle down with for the rest of your life? I don't know. Maybe gay dudes even like bad boys, too. Oh, Troy, come on. Come it. on. Can't resist the bad boy. Can't resist that's, those bad boys. That's how I got Chelsea down, because I'm such a bad boy. <laughs> You're such a bad boy. <laughs> um, hold on, I'll get some more uh, TV stuff. And then, obviously, best picture for comedy musical, La La Land. Of course. Took that, uh, took that other globe that was just hanging out there. Of course. Uh, best performance on limited series, going to Sarah Paulson for her uh, Marsha Clark from People vs. O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yep, that's... Uh... There's a lot, like, uh, the beginning of the Golden Globes, they do all the TV stuff. People vs. O.J. Simpson was in a lot of the categories, too. Oh, yeah. It I was, was good. Like, Holy shit. Like, I'm telling you, you gotta check that shit out. There's been so many different O.J. things over the last year or two that I get them all mixed up. Is this the one with, like, uh... Um, Ross from Friends is he in this one? Oh yeah, yep. He plays um Robert Kardashian actually. Okay, David Schwimmer. Yeah. Okay, then this is the that's the one I'm thinking about. Hopefully not mixing up. And Cuba Gooding is in it. Yep, Cuba. He, he's the he's the titular OJ. He's the old tit. Yep, <laughs> OJ. Oh, John Travolta's in it. Ooh, Johnny T. A lot of lot of good. Shit I have to in check there. this out. What's this on again? It was just on. Just it was network? on. It was on FX. Oh, FX. I got a. I got it on my, on my uh, PS4. But I don't know. We'll figure something out. But yeah, people for Soldier Simpsons are really fucking good. It's, Man. Uh, it's like, cause I remember, cause I remember it when I when I was a kid, like watching it like, right. shit when I was growing up. But like this, they take like a really cool approach to it where they never really say. Like, yeah, he did it, or he didn't do it. But they they give you enough things where, like, you could legit watch it with, like, the mindset of, he did do it. And then, like, see all the stuff. And then, like, watch it all the way through. And then, like, see how people are acting. And then watch it again, being like, okay, he didn't do it. And then still get, like, the same huh. kind of uh, out of feeling off of it. Plays both sides. Yeah, it's really good. And, like, it shows how, like, both sides are, like, how both sides have, like, very righteous... Uh, righteous intentions and also are also really shady about different things. Like, mm. there's never a really like 
a clear-cut, like, good guy, bad guy. They're all doing shitty shit, but they're all also doing it for shitty the... shit. Yeah, but they're all also doing it for, like, the... For, like, a, a good cause. Right on, man. Golden Globes. People versus OJ. Who would think? Something... It was good. Good. Did you hear about the Meryl Streep thing? No, I didn't hear... What happened? <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought you were like, really? <laughs> So she used the opportunity. <coughs> she won uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award. Yep. And used that opportunity to get a little political on stage. Yep. She found a way to transform that award into a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> now, real now, what she said, I like. I saw the whole thing. Did you watch the? Yeah, I watched snippet? her. I watched her speech. Yeah. Um. It's blatantly obvious, like who she's talking about and what yeah. she's talking about. Never names him. Well. <laughs> never calls him out by name but yeah. um up until the point where she starts talking about donald trump <laughs> yeah it was um i thought a pretty heartfelt speech and she's interested in where the country's going and all that kind of stuff as much as i love politics oh they're the best. <laughs> i actually have a few things about politics in my notes oh my god it's are we getting political right now <laughs> a little bit just oh, a little bit Jesus. As, as political as we're probably ever gonna get yeah on the on the show but yeah so what do you think about the whole thing uh i can see where she would be i mean it is a very worrying thing right <laughs> of having donald trump as our next president and I, I, I mean, if she feels very passionate about it, I feel like there's nothing wrong with her using this opportunity to, to get that point across. Yeah. But she did have a few things in there where it kind of took away from the impact of the speech and just made her seem really snooty. Like sure. her whole line about like, 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 uh, let's keep foreign people in here so that we don't have to subject ourselves to just football and MMA because they're not real art. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay, now you're kind of losing your fucking credibility. <laughs> like, you're like trying to tear shit down and make yourself seem more important. Yeah. In a room full of people who will agree. Yeah. With her. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like it gets to like a roaring applause and then it's like, I don't think people that are part of football or MMA are very happy about that yeah. statement. They're not talking shit about you on an open forum. Yeah. They're not being like, <laughs> fuck Meryl Streep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't agree that this was, like, the right place to do this. Because she could have had any... She could have made a YouTube video, and it could have gone viral. Like, with the exact same message. Yeah, but, it. like, in the same sense, like, it's the Golden Globes, and it's going to get... I think it's going to get more views get more because press. it's the Golden Globes as opposed to, oh, Meryl Streep put out a fucking YouTube video. Yeah, it, yeah I get what you're saying. You get more press. But, but like, I feel like she... I don't know. She drew it out way too much. Like, it felt... A little long. It was like five minutes, yeah. which is a long time. Like, yeah, she went on they for were cutting, a long... Yeah. Like, they cut, like, the last part of the globe short. Like, yeah. the best pictures and stuff. Oh, God. Because, like, she went, like, seven minutes or something like yeah. that. And didn't play her off or anything. But they were playing everybody else off after. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I don't know. Like, if she would have kept it short and just been like, hey... This dude's fucked up. Let's keep an eye on him. Make sure he doesn't fuck anything up. Just right, make sure we love each other. Yeah. Don't be shitty. Yeah. 
Don't let this fucking bigot try and like rule the world. Okay, peace out. I'm outies. Thanks for the award. Peace out, girl. But instead, she's like, she's like telling these fucking. Okay, so like the fucking (laughs) Tommy Lee Jones story. Can you kind of see that as like Tommy Lee Jones just being shitty to her, and she took it as like (laughs) a really? I did. That's how I took it. Like I heard that heard that story, and it's like I don't think I don't think he meant it that way, Meryl. No, he was like. It's like, it's like, yeah, I was just kind of, it was a tough day and I was, I was kind of be, I was kind of complaining. And then he was like, that's, we're just privileged, honey. I'm like, that sounds more like Tommy Lee Jones saying, yeah, we're privileged. <laughs> like, especially like knowing like who Tommy Lee Jones is. Yeah. You can't see him making that in an inspiring way. That's right. more of a get over yourself, bitch way. Yeah, yeah that's how I took it. <laughs> I took it exactly how you're talking right now. Uh, so yeah, that the Golden Globes are a big, just awards fest for all the yeah. actors to jerk each other off. But and it's the only award show they let them drink, so everyone's fucking sauced out of their gourds. <laughs> yeah. At a few points, like they were, like the it would come back on air, and the next presenter would be up. And they'd just be waiting, kind of for everybody to quiet down and like sit back down and be like. Can everybody at the bar just kind of find their seats? <laughs> I can't. Somebody actually said that, and I can't remember who it was, but I laughed uh, out loud. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty great. I heard like there was like points where like, they would just show like the table of all the Stranger Things kids, and it's like I'm pretty sure at one point they were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I missed that. I was way into Candy Crush when it first started, and when they were doing all that TV <laughs> stuff. So I don't know. Uh, well, moving on. Um, Last night, well, actually two nights ago, whenever you be listening to this, two nights ago. So on the day you're listening to this, subtract two days, and it was then. Yep. Uh, Obama gave his farewell speech. Did you catch this? No. Um, It was actually pretty cool. Nice. He took his exit with grace and, like, didn't talk shit, like, to anybody. He just is like... Except it, like, it's my time to go. And, it, like, the crowd started chanting, like, four more years and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah. no, I can't. That's not how the government works. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play by the rules. And I'm handing it off. And I'm going to do it with, like, dignity. And I'm like, <laughs> good job. Because if I was up there, I would not be handling yeah. it so well. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it was actually pretty good. I d- didn't have any inkling on watching it. But Chelsea put it on. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of glad I watched this. It was pretty cool. I, like, tweeted out earlier today that, like, everyone everyone's treating Obama's farewell like we're all being forced to live with the shitty stepdad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's his weekend. And yeah, like, like, it's uh... his now. Like, this is, like, their last weekend with him before you have to, like, move to, like, California with your <laughs> shitty stepdad. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Sums like, up really well. <laughs> just like throws shit at you. <laughs> so yeah, get that out of the garden, Billy. <laughs> get out of the fucking garden. <laughs> I miss you, Dad Obama. <laughs> uh, but it was good. He he gave a good speech. God, he's so articulate, and I don't think I ever saw him look down at the podium once to read anything. Like yeah, he was just going right off the cuff, and I was like. What a great public speaker, this guy. Oh, yeah, well, he was good. And now we got Trump. Now we've got old yep. DJT. <laughs> yep. Here we go. Four more years. Uh, speaking of Trump, did you see what was trending last night? 
What, the fact that he was hiring <laughs> prostitutes to pee in Obama's bed? <laughs> no, I didn't hear about that at all. Golden Showergate was twe- er, trending last night, and I was like, it's so shitty and horrible, but I was all yeah. about it. Like, yeah. everybody, like, tweeting about it and shit, just getting all up in Trump's face. God, it was so good. And, like, one of my friends on Twitter was like, God, I hope this guy just gets impeached. And I put I M P E E S C H E D. I was like all on board with the P jokes last night. Yeah. It was so good. And then meanwhile, everyone's making these jokes and he's just holding on to his company. Despite the fact that it's illegal to do that. He's just doing it. Yeah, I know. It's fucked, man. I mean... Yeah, this shit's funny, but he's actually doing seriously horrible things. Yeah. And I feel like people should focus more on that. <laughs> Quit spoiling my fun, JT. I don't care. I'm pissed. <laughs> I don't like Trump being president. And everyone focuses on all like, oh, look at this funny dumb shit he did. And it's like, he's hiring people into positions that will just fuck up the country. He wants yeah. you to focus on like, it is the awful. possibility of... People peeing in Obama's bed. Because that takes away from the fact that he's actually doing detrimental shit to the country. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Ho- Listen, <laughs> I'm in fear as much as any person out there of what could possibly happen. But uh, this is... It's so fucking ridiculous. It's like... Fucked that this is even a yeah. real thing. Yeah. It is so fucked up. It's the most like, juvenile shit I've ever the, heard. Like, I heard, like, a really good argument today where it's, like, about the Meryl Streep speech where it's like, yeah, it's nice that she's trying to, like, uh, raise awareness and stuff, but what the fuck is she going to do after after her speech? Yeah, nothing. She's just going to fucking go home and, like... Have to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, that's what they've been doing. That's what they were doing, like, during his... His uh, during the election, like during the fucking uh, primaries, just like getting up there saying, "Oh, the like, Trump's a terrible person. No one should vote for him." And then now that he's now that he's elected, they're just doing the exact same shit. Only instead of saying "Don't vote for him," they're saying, "Don't let him get away with shit." <laughs> like, so what are you doing to make sure to get away with shit? <laughs> instead of just telling us what to do, yeah. you're this big fucking powerful person that knows everything. So fucking do something. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to talk about like this anymore because it's not the show. Like, well, goddamn, you got me going, Troy. Goddamn it! <laughs> I know we usually talk about this shit like outside the show, but like this isn't the time and place to do it. We're not Meryl Street. Jesus Christ, Troy! <laughs> You're over here like fucking feeding me Mexican food and then wondering why I'm farting. <laughs> just easy, easy. Just take it down a notch. I'm just saying, like. I need a fucking beer. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I'll continue with going on because earlier today, even before I punched into work, I I was getting blown up on Facebook Messenger by the only GHD I know out there, and that's Ghost Hunter Day. (laughs) And he was saying, he must have had a day off work today or whatever. I don't know what he was doing, or maybe it was a slow day, but he's like, so I broke down and I'm just rewatching Suicide Squad. And I'm just going to live tweet it essentially only to you. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, you need to cool it because I just punched in. But, like, he was going through and he's like, 
Minute 41, this happens. Minute 44, this happens. Minute 47, this happens. And I'm like, if you want to do just a commentary to the movie, just say it. And he's like, is that a thing? Could we do a commentary to Suicide Squad? I'm like, yeah. Bring over Suicide Squad, we'll do a commentary. So, I may have screwed us into watching, or doing a commentary for Suicide Squad. man. I don't want to watch Jared Leto's shitty Joker again. He's barely in it. And if anything, we can just crack jokes about it. It's enough. (laughs) Anyway, I said I may be interested in doing it. Yeah. I don't want to do a commentary as much as we'll just cover it again. I feel like if you do a commentary, you need to watch it like two or three times beforehand to like really get some good like one-liners or thoughts in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't want to totally do like... Mystery science. <laughs> oh, like okay. MS- just like I don't want to do that kind no, of. No, yeah. Just do like a like a show where we just talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I would like his insight on it because I know he said that he hated that more than BVS, right? Oh yeah, this is one of his most hated films. Oh man. And like I thought it was fine, but as like I get farther away from, him, I'm like, eh, maybe it wasn't as good. With so it's like diminishing returns on my memory. Yeah. <laughs> so like maybe it would be okay to just freshen up and see like if we just end up meeting in the middle. Hmm. So I would like a like a DC debate. Yeah. There you go. We'll do a DC debate with GHD. Get a GHD in here. Maybe we can do that like when Wonder Woman comes out. Wonder Woman. GHD if you're listening, which you probably aren't. <laughs> Wonder Woman Coming up, we'll, maybe we'll do a few episodes before we'll do uh, DC with GHD. Gotcha. That sounds good. Jot it down. We need to get a calendar in here so we can write yeah. down ideas We can for write shows. down ideas. Yeah, that's a, good, <laughs> that's a really fucking good idea. Yeah. I think that calendar place is still open and well, maybe I'll go get one. Like good. A real, like a real shitty one, too. Yeah, with like cats or ducks <laughs> on it or something. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so. Mental note. Got it. DC GHD. DC GHD. Got it. Peter Dinklage. You hear about this? Um, yep, I think I did. The Dink Man himself in talks for a key role for Infinity War mm-hmm. and possibly even Avengers 4. Wow. Who could he be? I have no freaking idea. Is he going to play the Sentinel dude again? No, because it's different universes. I don't think he's going to play the Sentinel dude. He wouldn't be Bolivar Trask. He's going to be the Sentinel dude. The only... <laughs> like, this would just be typecasting him into the role, but the only uh, little person that I can think of in comics is a guy called Puck. <laughs> he's from a Canadian super team called Alpha Flight, where he's just a very strong, acrobatic, dwarf in person. Okay. And I doubt he's going to play Puck. <laughs> just, <laughs> just bring thr- Puck. Just throwing it out there. Doubt he's going to play Puck. What if I mean, he... who's to say he's going to be in it? Like, who's, maybe he'll just do a voice. That'd be pretty cool. He's got a distinctive voice. Yeah. Maybe he'll do the mocap for Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin do the voice. Peter Dinklage does the mocap. Okay, now you're just not making any fucking sense. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I have no idea who he could be, but uh, for a key role... It's going it? to be Andy Serkis playing Peter Dinklage, playing Josh Brolin. <laughs> playing Thanos. Playing Thanos. An inception yes. of playing. We're going to we're gonna have, like, four people doing mocap for the for one character. Mm-hmm. 
It'd be like a Megazord of mocap. Yeah. They all come together. Assemble! <laughs> like Peter Dinklage like, emerges from a active volcano and flies into Josh Brolin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What... It's really got me curious of who he's going to play because I have obviously no idea. But Peter Dinklage is not that caliber actor that, regardless of his stature, like physical stature, it's going to be fucking good. They'll he'll play anybody. They recasted him as Boulevard Trask, and in the previous movies, he was like a six foot black guy. Like that, they just like that's Boulevard Trask over there or whatever. And so, like, he's a great actor. So. Dude, Peter Dinklage kicks ass. Yeah, I have no idea who he could possibly play, but I'm very curious. Yeah. I have cat-like curiosity right oh my now. God. Don't kill me, <laughs> says me. <laughs> the cat. Troy is so curious, he would buy it right now. That makes him <laughs> bi-curious. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, a TV spot for uh, Lego Batman has come out. Showing that Bruce Wayne is dating Barbara Gordon. Oh, supposedly. shit. Now. Oh, my God. Are we are we digging up some shit right now? Are we digging up some uh, <laughs> we digging up some killing joke shit right now. <laughs> that's immediately what I went to. <laughs> OK, so I, that's exactly what I thought of when uh, I read this news because I haven't seen this TV spot. Yeah, but uh. That's all I can think of. It's like this whole killing joke, Bruce banging Barbara kind of shit. <laughs> do I think they're going to do that in Lego Batman? Maybe. E- e- absolutely. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I want to see some Lego sex. <laughs> yeah, some Lego. Just like two figures. Just, yep. just team America. Yeah, yeah. Hit them together like that. But I don't, like, I think the only place that this exists is like the weird animated like Bruce Tim universe where yeah. Bruce Wayne eventually gets with Barbara Gordon. Cause I think they mention it in Batman beyond or something that they got together yeah. when they were older. So it wasn't as weird and he wasn't like 30 and she was 18 or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know, man. Like maybe they, maybe they think that's just Canon. Maybe, maybe it's just it's a diff- red herring. It's different times, Troy. Different, different times. Oh. We're living in a world now where, where older men can get with younger women, like back in the Greece. <laughs> Where older men can get with younger women, as in any time ever? Yeah. We're just living in a time where that is also still a thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Times, they are not a-changing. <laughs> Especially on <that> <clears throat> Yeah. Um, Power Rangers. Hinted at a little before when we're talking about a Megazord. Ears are already perked. Power Rangers has an official rating from the MPAA. X! <laughs> rated NC-17. No, it's rated... For, for stylized sex. <laughs> for stylized graphic sex. <laughs> no, it's rated PG-13. Okay. To nobody's real surprise. So you're saying it's not lame... Right. In that regard, it might still be lame. Right. It still could be lame. Like, I didn't expect it to get a rated R, like, a version of this. But I didn't know if they were going to go PG or maybe a little more adult. 
but I hope this goes, I hope this, like, is so bad that, like, they come out with, they do, like, the BVS route where they just come out with an R version uh. where, like, Alpha 5 says fuck once. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd have to say fuck twice. That's true. Yeah. Does that have, like, have, have Alpha 5 say fuck once and then put in, like, very shitty CG blood. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then that's gotta be an R right there. Oh, my God. Maybe Zordon says fuck. Maybe they say fuck to each Brian other. Brian Cranston just like fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> I need some fucking teenagers with attitude. Ay, 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 fuck. <laughs> Magic wand. Fuck them up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the wand says fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking big now. <laughs> we need to fucking Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mastodon. <laughs> fucking Pterodactyl. <laughs> Sabertooth Tiger, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so PG-13. <laughs> yes. Expect all of those fucks to not be there, but maybe one. Maybe at least yeah. Maybe one. Minimum one. Now this is now they're fighting aliens or monsters or whatever. Yeah. So they could probably get away with a little more violence. Possibly. Yeah. They're not showing all that blood splatter. Yeah. It's just clay. What if like people? still give them like the weird like uh, like explosion, like spark. Effect they always had when like when we get hit. Oh, they get hit in the chest and sparks would fly. Yeah, that was like their that was like their replacement for blood was just like sparks. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. They got like those crystalline armor things, so maybe they will have sparks. Maybe. Ooh, look out for sparks. Still don't fucking like that they have powers outside their suits. I know, man. Bullshit. Maybe they'll go. Maybe they went reshoots and then maybe they didn't do it. Ah, fuck. I haven't heard anything about reshoots. Ah, fuck. <laughs> J- JT, did you see this Justice League image that was posted? Showing... Uh, yeah, well, like on an elevator or some shit? Yeah, or some platform or yeah. whatever like that. Yeah. All the five members of the Justice League there. Yes. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah Batman. You got a Wonder Woman. Mm, yeah. Rounding out in the middle is a cyborg. You got a cyborg. You had the Flash on his left. The Flish. And then Aquaman. Aquaman. In hand with trident on the far right hand side of the image. Looks pretty sweet. All right. Batman's sporting a new costume. Get a full glimpse of the Flash's costume as long as, and as well as Mamaw. Mamaw. And uh, I'm still not a fan of Cyborg's costume. He looks like a fucking Transformer. Maybe Mark Wahlberg found him. Oh, shit. If that's the case, then I'm all in. <laughs> Even though I've never seen that movie. Hey, Batman, get over here. I found us a cyborg. <laughs> I think I found a fucking cyborg. I think I found a fucking cyborg in here. <laughs> that's the one fuck they get for the PG-13. But, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, you gotta come in and say it. But uh, Bruce, you gotta get down here. Mark, oh, oh, I got Mark Wahlberg on the other line. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes, Mark. This is Batman. I found a fucking cyborg. <laughs> I found a fucking cyborg over here. <laughs> okay, Mark. I'll be over momentarily. After I'm done having these premonitions. <laughs> or, or whatever I'm having. 
Uh, more on. Hold on, I need to have another five-minute dream sequence. <laughs> I'm ki- they're carrying over from BVS. <laughs> Are they dreams? I don't know. You decide. Premonitions? I don't know. You know who will know? People that have read the book and will tell other people that have not read books. <laughs> they'll know, or at least they'll think they'll know, and tell you repeatedly, nonstop, over and over again, how they're pretty sure it's this. <laughs> and then you'll just give up and say, fine. And then you'll drink a f- gallon of bleach because <laughs> it's not worth it anymore. That's your solution to everything, <laughs> is to drink bleach. Uh it's not my fault that I invested so much money in these gallons of bleach. <laughs> I gotta sell them somehow. Uh, last bit of news I have staying on the Justice League train. A, uh, I don't know who this guy is, but Will Bial. Uh, I, I don't know is who Is that it a is. real name? I didn't know this was a real name. Will Bial? Will Bial. Uh, talk to Collider. Uh, about uh, Justice League and the upcoming Aquaman film. Yeah. And he could not say the word fun anymore in the article that I wrote. Or that he wrote. And that... uh, Well, I can't expect anyone named Will Be All (laughs) to say anything but the word fun. He started in with uh, how Justice... Or, uh, no, how uh, Aquaman, that... uh, What's the director of it? Um, James Wan. Yeah, James Wan is making a real fun film. It's going to be real fun. And Justice League is not going to be so uh, dour as VBS was. It, it, or it's BBS. Gonna, is it going to be fun? It's going to be real fun. Like, you just you won't expect how fun this movie could be. And I'm like, holy shit. That's a man who's what? been beaten by a bunch of exec- <laughs> like Holy shit. Like, they, like, tied him up in a room and just, like, fucking whipped him until you're like, What are you gonna say it is? Fun! I'm gonna say it's fun! God, please stop! (laughs) You're gonna say it's fun. (laughs) You're gonna say it's fun, Will Be All. (laughs) Will Be All? Like, literally his name is Will Be All. (laughs) That was the most outlandish thing I saw. I don't know, man. Like, he was born, and then his, then they're like, what do you want to name him? And it's like, we'll name him William, but we're going to call him Will. So people say, will be all. It will be all. Will be all? Will, will be all? No. Be all. <laughs> I'm just having fun with his name. <laughs> that's all I got. But that's all I got, JT. It's going to be fun. Well, just like this show. It's fun. When it comes to your news, Troy, that will will be be all. all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Perfect. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Troy, I got some... I'm going to start this off with a real weird item. Oh, my. Uh, Of course, Disney... Getting all those live-action reboots in the works. That's right. Got that Beauty and the Beast coming out soon. Yep. One around the horizon is Dumbo. Heard about Everyone it. Everyone looking forward to that big-eared <laughs> elephant. Right. Bitch. Right. Directed by Tim Burton. Right. Directed by Tim Burton. Yep. They just nagged a star for it. Oh, my. And it's a real weird-ass star. Really? 
Will Smith. <laughs> oh, really? Is going to be the star of the live-action Tim Burton Dumbo movie. The star or yeah. a star? He is the main character. He's the titular Dumbo? <laughs> Next to Dumbo. <laughs> is he going to be the... Who is with Dumbo? That little mouse? Yeah. Or Jiminy Cricket? No, that was Pinocchio. Jiminy Cricket is Pinocchio. Get the Sorry. Fuck Maybe he's going to be like a carnival dude or something. I don't know. He's going to play Deadshot. Yeah, he's going to play Deadshot. <laughs> or whoever he's he was He's sent to assassinate Dumbo. Yeah, he's sent to assassinate Dumbo. <laughs> but then he can't do it because he's, a, because he's fucking scared of how his daughter died three years ago. So then they hire actors to play elephants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> To tell him, to tell him how it's okay. <laughs> One of them oh, being shit. Dumbo. Yep. <laughs> Fucking a. I hope that's the Dumbo movie. <clears throat> Dumbo is not even the star. It's just all around Will Smith getting over his daughter's death and not talking to elephants. <laughs> I hope so. Oh my, that'd be great. Collateral Beauty Two Dumbo remake. <laughs> It's a secret Dumbo movie. It's, yeah, it's the sequel to Collateral Beauty, but it's a Dumbo remake. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of hiring actors, they hire talking animals, one of them being a flying elephant. Great. Looking forward to it. I can't wait. I'm on the edge of my seat. Troy SNL. Starting yep. up again pretty soon. I think it's this weekend, actually. What they're ne- uh, I think it might be next Next weekend? weekend? Okay. But, uh, yep, they got uh, Felicity Jones for their first host back. Yep. But, but in, in three weeks, January 21st. Oh, my. They're going to be making history, history with their host. Oh, my. Their host for the January 21st episode of Saturday Night Live will be Aziz Ansari, who will be the first ever... Indian-born host to ever be on Saturday Night Live. Really? Yes. Hmm. I guess I thought it would be more surprising. (laughs) I just said it was a... I didn't say it was like... You said it was going to shock me. Or at least you insinuated with your eyes that I would be rocked to my core. I mean, it's still a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. You're fucking racist about it. <laughs> I'm the racist. Yeah. I'm in for equality here, bruh. I think it's a big deal. You're just you're. I think you're not. You're not realizing I think it, how I think how you, big this is. You think it's a big deal because you're the racist. No, I think it's a. It's good that 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 he that he's in it. Like, why the fuck? Why are you? But he's American. He's not Indian. He wasn't born in India. But he has Indian-born parents. Like all of his, his parents were both born in India. Yeah. So he's like, whatever, dude. I just, I tried to make this a good thing, and you're just shitting all over it. So whatever, no, listen, dude. I'm excited for Aziz to be on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I'm super stoked that he's hey, the host. Just, yeah, you're just shitting all over Aziz Ansari. Right no, now. I fucking like Aziz Ansari. I like his newer specials. Well, for all, his earlier ones, I do not like. For all you people, <laughs> for all you people that actually there. like Aziz Ansari, oh, he's going to be hosting to on January 21st. Listen to you. If it, if that's in three weeks, then maybe it is starting up this Saturday, because. Yeah, I don't know. I'll Me neither. Check that out. Because I thought that I thought I heard somewhere that they started promos for um, Felicity Jones's, where it's like they have like stormtroopers in the background. Oh my! 
So it might be this weekend. Maybe it is this weekend. Sure. Have to check it out. Big fan of SNL. Eat out. Even though it's usually a miss sometimes, I'm still a fan of the show. Yeah. There's no other show like it on television. It's good. Sometimes. Sometimes. If it's got uh, David S. Pumpkins, it's good. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Any questions? Any questions? Um, Troy. Yeah. We talked about that Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah, I did. Last week. We did. Uh, not a big fan of it. So far, no. Not a fan. You know who's not, who else isn't a fan of it? The stars. Great. Of it. This is what I love to hear. So much so that both Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan. Yeah. Have refused to do any publicity, really, for Fifty Shades Darker. Oh yes, absolutely none. Yes, <laughs> at this point, really, they don't need any. Like they don't. People are gonna see it. Yeah, but fuck. If you're a, a mindless housewife that does not get fucked enough, you're gonna go <laughs> see this. Just a horny old yeah. housewife. I just want to see two people fuck. I won't see girl in there that I can be like that. That could be me, and then she just gets fucked all the time. Just save your twenty dollars and go load up Pornhub. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking get some female friendly porn out there. Yeah, come on, just like there's plenty of Skinamax out there and shit. If that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for not hardcore action, yeah. and you just want to see the side of anything, yeah, maybe some buns. I feel. I, I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey and stuff is like a like a big budget Skinamax. It is. I've seen it. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just watch that. Yeah. And it made a fuck ton of money. Yeah. So just give them money. There's probably action actors in that that need that money more. Than big studios. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting fake fucked. They need... They they, they got... They got to make a living too. So, in, instead of paying <laughs> these other people to fake fuck, pay people that really need it that are fake fucking. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I am... You know, back to your original bit of news. Like, I am super stoked that these... Two actors, I know they don't like each other from other news sources that we've brought up before. Yeah. And they also just don't like being in the franchise. Yeah. They just know it comes with a big pay ticket. And so, like, I'm super stoked that they're, like, They're not even happy about that either. They just signed up for three movies, and they just don't, like, they did the one, and they were like, this is awful. And then it's like, well, fuck you. You signed up for three of them. Signed a contract. So now they're like, we want this to fail. So badly. Ugh. Just to think there's another one of these probably coming. There, there is, because it's it's three mo- it's three books, so they're doing uh, three movies. Yeah, but peop- there's been movie deals that have dropped out before they were supposed to have multiple sequels. Well, we'll see. Time will tell, and everybody can hope. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to see it, Troy. I mean, you don't have to see it. I know. I just don't. I would be happier if these didn't exist. Because there's a lot of better things that money can be spent on besides making another one of these films and paying these actors. 
All right. Well. Literally anything <laughs> would be better. Anything? Besides, like, murder or whatever. <laughs> well, we'll see. <coughs> Split the pot, like, four ways. Give it to some, like, up-and-coming movies. Like, up-and-coming, like, film stu- or, like, uh, aspiring filmmakers or something. Give it to the Daniels! So they can make more movies. Give it to the Daniels. <laughs> Troy, we put up, uh, we get, we put out our top ten list last week. I got yeah. another top ten list for us. Oh my! Top ten streaming TV shows from last year. Oh, I'd be interested in this. This is this is all done by views too. Okay. So uh, the popular so, vote. Yes. Yes, the the <laughs> real popular vote. <laughs> All right, we got uh, number ten, Amanda Knox. Okay, never saw it. That was like the like based on like that chick that like killed somebody in uh, what was it, like Italy or France or something, uh. and they kept like expediting her back to back to their country because they don't have like a double jeopardy rule, so they can just like keep like convicting you for a crime over and over again. Oh yeah, I think I heard about that. Uh, that got 5 million views. 5 mil? Not too shabby. Uh, with coming in at number 9 with 5.3 million, 11.22.63. Saw that. Reviewed it. Yep, we did. We did. I was a fan. I was a fan. Uh, number 8 with 5.8 million. The Ranch. Let's see The Ranch. The Ashton Kutcher, uh, what's his name? Those two guys from that '70s show, yeah, were like on a fucking yeah, Hyde was the other guy. Yeah, right? Hyde, yeah, <laughs> Hyde, Ashton Kutcher and Hyde. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah, I uh, I watch it and it's and it's not good, but I just watch it. <laughs> Is it still going? It's still going. Get out of here. Yeah, they, they is that a, their like a Netflix exclusive season. or something? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, number seven with 8.4 million. Quite a jump. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, season two, I could not watch. This is what I heard from you. <laughs> uh, number six with 8.8 million, House of Cards. Okay, steady. Uh, number five with 11.6 million, Marvel's Daredevil. Good, good deal. Another big jump from eight to 11. Uh, number four with 12.1 million, Marvel's Luke Cage. Look out, y'all. Luke Cage. Jumping up there. Saying to, hey, Daredevil, get the fuck out the get way. Get out of my way. Get the fuck out the way. <laughs> number three with 21.5 million. Oh, boy. Another huge jump. Fuller House. Holy fuck. <laughs> I can totally see it. Makes sense. Uh, number two with 21.7 million. All right. Stranger Things. Okay. Huge hit this last year. Huge hit. And the number one. Troy, what do you think it is? Number one. And it's... Is this... With 23 million on the dot. It's all streaming services. All streaming services. Oh, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Season four of Orange is the New Black. Ah, okay. All right. 
popular show. It's true. Did you keep up with that show? I do. It's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. They got It gets better as it goes on because they dive more into the backstories of other prisoners. Yeah. So that you kind of get a feel for everybody in the prison except for just Piper, who's literally the worst character in the whole show. <laughs> yeah, I got that from like the first four episodes I think I watched of yeah. season one. I just couldn't get like into in the, the show. In the very beginning, they focus a lot on Piper, and she's literally the worst person. Ugh. Like, almost in TV ever. Like, she's just a fucking... <laughs> she's just a stupid, bitchy... In TV See you ever. next Tuesday, who just fucking is just like, everything's hard. I, my life is hard. Uh-huh. And then, like, you, they just start doing the backstories of everyone else around her, and it's like, no, they've had it way worse than you. You're just a bitch. Yeah. I... See, there, I had uh, some super fans at work Yeah, that uh, were way into the show. And, like, I gave it the college try. I tried. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And that was, like, when season two was around. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I, could, I can't do it. I and there's so much shit out there right now that I'll probably never get to. Yeah. It. I think, like, if you stick with it, like, it does, it grows on you. Like, it definitely gets better as it goes on. Because they, they do kind of steer more away from Piper and focus more on other people, and their stories are a hell of a lot more interesting interesting than hers. Okay. So, if you ever want to check it out, that that's my, that's from my prerogative. That's your, what it your is. Your two cents. Yes. But, uh, Troy, another interesting fact about this list, though. What? All but what? one of the shows on this list are from Netflix. I noticed that trend. So, Netflix still rocking that streaming. Still killing it. Yeah. Well, doesn't it, like, account for, like, 40% of all web traffic? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's they're nuts. Like, they're running the servers hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts. God, I wish I fucking would have came up with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> what the? F- it's all your fault, Troy. <laughs> you should have done it. Should have done did it. You should have done did it. Troy, you brought up uh, the Coen Brothers last week with your... Yeah. Riveting review of Hail Caesar. Yeah. Well, the Coen brothers is now going to dive into the TV market. Oh, my. They're going to be coming out with a Western miniseries. Western? Yeah. Hey. It's going to be, I think I read it's going to be like eight episodes, maybe? And it's going to be like a bunch of like intersecting stories that kind of converge in the end. Cool. All right. So there's no there's no story there's no uh um uh news on like who's gonna be in it or where network network is gonna be on but those are the only facts I have out so far. Still too early to call. Too early to tell. Too early to tell. Westworld two, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> uh. Ben Affleck did uh, Jimmy Kimmel, I think, oh, really? a couple days ago. I don't know when exactly, but he confirmed he's still directing Batman. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> now, now he's committing now. He's telling the people, I'm doing it. So Until he says some press junket that he's off. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, ties him off. <laughs> not, not doing it. Not doing it. Uh, got some news on Doctor Strange when that's coming out. What? Doctor Strange going to be released on VOD February 14th, and then Blu-ray February 28th. But here's something you might be into, Troy. Oh, okay. Oh, you've been talking about how uh, DVDs have been kind of dropping 
dropping off in terms of special features and everything. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange is promising 80 minutes of bonus material. Really? Including, I think, four or five like behind-the-scenes vignettes. Cool. And they're going to do a sequel to the Team Thor video that came up. Oh, nice. I'm into that. Well, there's if there are DVDs I do buy, it usually is this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I like them. Yeah. I like to support it. Yep. Not that it needs it. Yeah. My one Blu-ray purchase. <laughs> <laughs> guys! Sigh relief! Troy just bought our DVD! <laughs> yeah. We did it, guys! So, yeah. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. A lot of Blu-rays offer, like, over two hours of special footage, and it's usually nothing. Yeah. This is, like, a lot... It seems like a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, and then, like... Like, of course, like, the blooper reel and deleted scenes and stuff. All that shit. But, hey! Part two of that, where's Thor been at, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> That's, it, it, they said it, it, I was like, I double-checked to it, it, they said it's an, a sequel to the Team Thor video from yes. the internet, so. I like it. I like it. Get the get the further adventures of, uh, of Thor and his roommate his from Australia. Flatmate. His flatmate. <laughs> Uh, Troy, that Star Trek Four, right? Making still a, thing? a lot of still a thing. Okay, and they have officially signed on what? Chris Hemsworth. Whoa, to play Captain Kirk's father. Oh my goodness! Is he gonna have to slim down? I don't Get know. out of Thor shape? I don't know, man. But they said that uh, Chris Hemsworth did an interview and said that he. When he was, he, he was pitched the idea of what they have planned for him, and he says that it's pretty revolutionary in terms of storytelling. What? So. Got me excited. Pretty interested to see what they're going to do with this Star Trek 4. Got me excited. Playing S- Kirk Sr. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like. What is it? It's not James Kirk. Nope. That's other. That's, that's, that's real Kirk. That's real Kirk. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Thaddeus. There you go. We'll just say it's Thaddeus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nailed it. <clears throat> Troy, episode seven. With that, that huge uh, hit. Yeah, huge hit. They uh, one of the things that everyone was talking about was the mystery appearance of Daniel Craig as a stormtrooper. Right. Now, uh, now word's getting out about who's going to be the next mystery stormtrooper. Sweet. I'm all ears. Word is that it's going to be Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy? Gonna be rocking that stormtrooper costume. Oh my god, look out, y'all. He could be, Bron- he could be Tom Hardy as Bronson <laughs> under that stormtrooper. Just wears a helmet and he's completely naked. <laughs> yeah, whooping everybody's ass. <laughs> naked. Uh, so yeah, maybe look out for that. Who knows? That'd be pretty cool. And, I like those uh, little things. Like, yeah. They make me happy. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's probably, that's Tom Hardy right there. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. I know who he is under that. Look at that. Look at that over there. Look at that. Look at that. And that's all my news. Great. What nice. a happy note to end on. Yeah. What a great, God. Yeah. Great God. What a great bunch of news. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, for going, do you have any bits? No bits. 
Good. Yeah. Me neither. Good. Had me worried there. There could have had bits. Yeah. Well, that leads us in <laughs> our famous segment of... Yeah. That's gross, Troy. What yeah, the? No. Troy. Show it. No, no, no. Yeah. Stop. Hey, no. Shut up. Shut up. Troy, no. That's, that's terrible. Don't fucking do that. I mean, come on. This is a segment called You Know It's Done. And there you go. That's why. That's every week. Every week God, it's the it's same. Like, it's like a cliffhanger. Every, yeah. Makes you just keep like, listening. Like, okay, look, what was he trying to like belch or something? And then like, why, why is JT like so pissed at him? And then it's like, no, we'll save that for the the series finale. That's right. We got you on the hook, babe. Yep. The series uh, on the series. <laughs> yeah. In the series finale of this show, we will tell you why all that stuff is happening. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, JT, we discussed. Very briefly before the show started, that you had yeah. maybe more trailers than I did. I have, uh, I'll just say two. One of them I had was like a, a TV spot for Beauty and the Beast where she sings Belle's song, and I already brought that up. Great. Well, I have one. Okay. So you go ahead. Okay. And if you say it, then I will not participate. Is it Cars 3? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, saw cars. There was a, a trailer put out for Cars Three, a full trailer, a full trailer now. So, uh, not some kind of tease. Nope. Actually, actually, see the aftermath of said Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Probably blowing up. Yeah. And it pretty much looks like a repeat of the first Cars. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Instead of him being a dick, now he's just old. Right. <laughs> yep. It's the Toy Story 3 of Cars 3. Yeah. They're old. He's just, yeah, he's just old. Right. Like, he, they, they even go as far as to, he goes to a desert to train. Like, that's like, the same as Cars. <laughs> that was like the the main plot of Cars. There's a new car in it. Yeah. Looking pretty slick. Like, what was his name, like, Jackson Thunder or some Something like, like, like that, whatever. yeah, yeah. Jackson Storm. That's yeah, name. I think that's what it is. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I never really got into cars that much. So no, we're I'd not probably... John Lasseter. No, we're not as into cars as John Lasseter because right. he loves cars. He loves cars. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, you're allergic to John Lasseter's love of cars. <laughs> Hope not. We bring it up a lot. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. Whew, that felt good, though. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I hate to sneeze just lingering in your face. Oh, they're the worst. I always do that thing that it's probably not healthy for you, but if I have like, a sneeze coming on and I like don't know what... And it's like, this is driving me crazy. Like, I'll like, pull one of my nose hairs. Oh, my God! I what? Will. And then it makes me sneeze, and then I get over it. I've never heard of that. I do it every time. That sounds painful. I've plucked a nose hair. It brings water to my eyes. Well... In my defense, I'm a badass. <laughs> oh, right. Forgot. I sorry. I forgot. But yeah. I so I'm beginning over my cold. You've probably noticed. Yeah, you're not as <laughs> as like coffee as yeah. I have been the last month yeah. of the show, but 
I've, I've, I've got a little drainage in my face. Yeah. As you probably tell my nasally voice. Yeah. But it's been causing me to sneeze. Because now i got a dry nose. On repeat. <sighs> it's been awful. Jesus. I'm sorry, Troy. That's fine. I, You know what? I really enjoy a good sneeze. Like, <laughs> it does I, feel good. I'm a one and done. I'm not it's one like, that'll just sneeze and sneeze and sneeze and sneeze. I always say the sneeze is the orgasm of the head. Right. It's a face gasm. It is, is a what face is. gasm. Sometimes stuff comes like, out even. Huh? 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 Oh! 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 <laughs> That's how I sound when I sneeze. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what's your other trailer? Uh, my other trailer... <laughs> um, this one actually got, <clears throat> has, it, has got my curiosity because I love a good anthology movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially horror anthology. Because, like, like horror movies, like, full-fledged horror movies are always... They kind of test my patience because there's only, like, so much, like, build-up to, like, a big scare that I can take. Yeah. But I love horror anthologies. Like, VHS was really good. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat's really good. Uh, there's going to be a new movie coming out that's a horror anthology. Cool. Where all the directors of the four stories in it are women. Okay. And it's called XX. Oh, I saw a trailer of this up and I had no idea what it was. Yeah. I thought it was a prequel to Triple X. Yeah, the Vin yeah, Diesel the pre- movie. Yeah, back when it was only two X's. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I, I saw it and it looked really interesting. Like, I'm, like, they all look really creepy. They're, like, the only one that I saw that I was kind of getting a little bit of a story from is, like, this family has this has a kid who's kind of, like, in, like, maybe, like, eight or nine or something who just stops eating. And they're just like, you need to eat. And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, like, slowly starts wasting away, and the family's, like, freaking out and not knowing what to do. Jesus. So, look, yeah, so, I don't know. Like, it just... I love horror anthologies, and it looks like all the stories, at least from what I can tell from the footage, it looks like a lot of them deliver. Plus, I like the fact that they're using all women directors, like, getting, like, a female perspective yeah. on, yeah, like, the cool. horror genre itself. So I'm kind of curious to see what it's like. Yeah. Well, a good thing about, like, horror anthologies is, like... A lot of horror ideas are really just one note anyway. Yeah. So if you can, like, collect a bunch of them. Yeah. And just, like, make it short and to the point. Perfect. I know. That's exactly the amount of time that you need to get this idea across. Exactly. You don't need to turn it into 90 minutes or more of just, like, yeah, a drawn-out idea. I know. Like, I feel like, like, I don't, there are some good horror movies out there, but I feel like a lot of them are just, like, they're, like... They're like a fucking like film hand job. Like it huh. only like it gets you so far where you're like, just fuck me already. <laughs> like I don't care. Like yeah, this was kind of cool in the beginning, but now you're you're drawing it out way too much. I just I need to get off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the crudest sense that I could put it in, but it's still it's a sense that gets the point across on the less. Right. I got it. Good. It totally spoke to me. And by that. I, we don't mean that I jerked you off. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for this. I'm stoked. Did you, like, you brought up VHS just a second ago. Yeah. Um, I know you saw two. Did you know there was a third one? Yeah, I did see that one too. I, 
the, the third one I didn't like so much because it was just a lot of a lot of them were just like they lost their creativity. It was just like he's yeah. wearing a GoPro. That was like I thought all that was of the them. Second one that you said that they did that. Maybe so I didn't that. see two. Hmm. Because the GoPro came out right around two. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I have to go back and rewatch it because I think I did see three, but three was very forgetful. I don't know. I think the first one is still the best one out of all of them. Yeah, that it was really just good. that one. There was like that one in there where I was not a big fan, where it was just like the honeymoon couple killing people. Yeah, I didn't like that one so much. But all all the other ones on there were were really good. I'm open for another movie like Trick or Treat that came out. Yeah, that one was. I thought that was amazing. Did like, you see uh, Krampus when that came out? No, I didn't. It, it's by the same guy that did Trick or Treat, but they—it's kind of—it—it it is like Trick or Treat, but it's not an anthology. It's like an—it's like a continuous story, but it's got that that Trick or Treat feel, but it involves Christmas. It's got like Adam Scott and, and Adam David Scott, Koechner yeah, Adam it. Scott's in it, and yeah, David Koechner. Yeah, I didn't. Well, see, Danger's not a huge fan of horror stuff, yeah. So yeah, she didn't want to see it obviously the, during the holidays either. The one chick that plays. Uh, uh, the the chick cop from Fargo's in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I still want to check it out. Yeah, Maybe that's I good. I, I enjoyed it. I will have to look for it. Yeah, check it out. Checking it. Ow. Ow. Well, Troy, we've exhausted all of our news. Whew. Exhausted all of our essentials. Exhaust. Now it's time. I'm exhausted. Now it's time to. Dive into this. Do we have to? <laughs> I mean, we might as well. We've already gone through the torture of it. <laughs> so last week, in lieu of not having anything planned for this week, uh, we d- bestowed the the pleasure to Dinosaur Neil to give us our homework for this week. Yeah, and he said, "Yoga hosers," and then we said, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never again am I taking a suggestion from Dinosaur Neil. Fuck that guy. So, <clears throat> we did go watch it. The second entry in his True North trilogy. Yep. We did do Tusk, so I guess it would be fair to do this as well. We didn't have to. We didn't have to. We could have stopped at Tusk. We probably didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> but, uh, the, uh... Synopsis of the movie. Yeah. It's a spin-off, if you will. Yeah. The uh, main characters in it are the Colleens, played by Harley Quinn Smith, and uh, Johnny Depp's daughter. I don't remember her name. Something Rose Depp. Yeah. <laughs> they are uh, in uh, look it up. Tusk for just a hot second. And, uh, so this film takes, uh, a little look at their life after the events of Tusk. Which, you know, I didn't hate their part in Tusk that much. They were a little annoying, but it was like a, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, this, uh, movie is kind of like a play on Clerks mixed with some harebrained idea that they, he probably had on Smodcast. I think it is because, uh, yeah, I was just too lazy to turn it off. And in the end credits, they play, like, after, like, some music plays for a while, they do play, like, an episode of Smodcast where, like, 
uh, like the guy that he does it with, I don't even know who he is, but like the dude just keeps saying, oh, yoga hosers, blah, 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 blah. And then like Kevin Smith is losing his goddamn mind over it. And yeah. it's like. I feel like there's context here that I you're not <laughs> I sharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Scott Mosier is his name. He's like, oh, yoga, ho- oh, yoga hosers, I got a gallon of poutine. And then he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Losing this... his goddamn mind. I, what the fuck is happening right L- now? I've listened to a few episodes of Smodcast, and it's not a bad show at all. Like... Scott Moser is actually a pretty funny guy, and, and like every episode, they do like news from Canada, which yeah. all of these movies stem from. Yeah, essentially. So, uh, there you go. There you have it. There you get a a yoga hosiers out of this. <laughs> but um, so anyway, back to the synopsis. These two uh, work at the uh, convenience store. They get invited to a senior party. Uh, where they are only sophomores. Lily Rose Depp. That's Lily it. Rose Depp. Thank you, JT. You're always there for me. Two roses, take two flowers and a Depp. <laughs> and uh, then they find out that they got to work on Friday night. Ah, Jesus. Or Saturday night or whenever this movie takes place. Yeah. And as that uh, goes on, they're learning about the evil... Uh, small Nazi party that was inhabited Canada around World War II or whatever. Yeah. And that comes into play later. Yeah. Through miniature sausage men <laughs> named Bratzies who invade the store as they work and hijinks ensue and yoga wins the end. Spoilers. <laughs> Johnny Depp's in this movie. <laughs> As the same character that he was in uh, Tusk. S- controversial opinion here. I love how you, you say that as the as your rating. <laughs> My rating is Johnny Depp is in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so yeah, there you go. There's the plot synopsis yeah. for Yoga Hosers. Um, before I get into my controversial opinion. Okay. I got a little background of this movie. Okay. Keep uh, going. I'm going to get another beer. Go. Um, you want to grab me one, too? You yeah. might have to go to the far fridge. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. Fill me in with what you said. <coughs> Got it. So, this, uh, as Joel does an episode of Burr here, I'm not going to yell it, but this film had a budget of $5 million, which is chump change when movies come. Um it's not a huge release or anything like that. It's return was pathetic. Like, I don't think this went to theaters. If it did, it had a very limited run. When I look up things on box office, mojo.com, it usually tells me how many theaters it's been in. And for this, it had nothing. It didn't have anything, but who the lead actors were and what production studio came out of, but it's box office only made 39, Thousand five hundred and that sounds good. Okay, <laughs> thanks for the coronas. Ooh, say cerveza. Uh, that was an episode of here. As you're joining us, JT, you're gonna have to have this. Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, I was telling the budget of the film 
five million to make this movie. Yeah, which is low compared to movie standards. It's definitely on the lower end. Its return was pathetic. Okay, thirty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, not bad. not bad uh, is terrible to say, because that is awful to say. I mean, whoever you ask, which is everybody. (laughs) That that is Uh, awful. It's really bad. It's got a 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb, and it's got a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. 40% 40% uh, audience score Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Which I think is pretty... Uh, what was the actual score on Rotten Tomatoes? 20%. So that this is higher than Nine Lives. By 1%. No, high, Nine Lives is 11%. Was it? I thought it was 19. No, it was 11. Oh my god. <laughs> well, what did you like more, this or Nine Lives? Hmm... I have a theory about Kevin Smith that I'll bring up later. Okay. Does that go into what you uh, like more? (laughs) um, In terms of the movies, I feel Nine Lives is a more coherent story. Yes. I would say I liked Nine Lives more than I like this movie. Yeah. Because it's coherent. I know what the story is. Yeah. More on that later, because okay. I know where your headspace is at right now. Okay, it's in mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, going through the credits of this movie, like I didn't stick around for the credits. Soon, this was the end. I was tur- I turned it off. <laughs> you ripped <laughs> PlayStation out of the out of the wall and tossed it against another wall. Actually, this was a this was one of the things where. I was like, uh, Chelsea, I got to watch Yoga Hosers for tomorrow's show. And she's like, okay, you can put it on. I'm like, I'm not going to subject yeah. you to that. No, I'm I'm telling you, get the fuck out of the room. Because <laughs> Yoga Hosers is about to be on the TV. <laughs> and I don't want you to be anywhere near it. What I did instead was I loaded it up on my tablet and watched it in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> with some earbuds in. In total seclusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, she watched The Chef's Table, which is a very engrossing Netflix series about high-class chefs that I kept peeking up and watching instead of Yoga Hosers, even though I had no sound context whatsoever. I treated it like you treated the Golden Globes, which was played Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, what I realized when I was watching the, or looking at the credits when I was doing some research on the movie is that he had a lot of his friends and family help with this movie, not only just in the cast, but like in, uh, the production of this movie, he, he's got his own production studio, Smodcast Studios, but there's a whole bunch of other production studios too that probably lent the money. Yeah. And even the person who scored the movie, he's friends with through his podcasting. Jesus. Because I was like, that name really sounds familiar. And I looked it up to see what other stuff he did. And it, he interviewed him in his podcast because he's the guy that scores all the Warner brothers directed DVD stuff who he interviewed <laughs> on his podcast. And he was a very interesting guy, no doubt. And from what I didn't notice of the score was fine. Like, yeah, I didn't notice it. So it had to be unnoticeable and good. Yeah. 
good. Yeah. This movie is not good. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is bonkers. Yeah. Off the wall. Yeah. Did you want to chime in uh, about some of your stuff? Yeah, it's real bad. Um, so, like, okay, so we saw Tusk. This is bad. And we saw this. Yeah. Also bad. I would argue worse. Yeah, worse. <laughs> and uh, I was just, like, it fascinates me because it's so bad. And, like, uh, when we did when we uh, did Tusk, we watched that that documentary thing that was part of the DVD. Yeah, because like because we borrowed like the DVD from Dave, and then we like watched it here or something. Yeah, and we saw that, and like as I was watching that, I remember we watched that after we watched Tusk, and I'm like, this guy seems pretty smart. Like yeah, for like it just like as a per- like he seems like a very insightful person, but. We just watched a movie he made that was bad, like really bad. Yep. And then now he's made this, which is worse. <laughs> and then it's like, like I can't, like it was, like, I couldn't put it together. Like, how was <laughs> this guy who's making these insightful observations making such cluttered bullshit? <laughs> yeah. And I came to, I came to a conclusion. This might be another one of my out there. My very out there theories. All right. My theory is that <laughs> Kevin Smith, he he loves filmmaking. Yeah, it's his passion. He, yeah, he he loves it. But the one time when he was the when he was successful at it was when he got dragged into he like he became like a cult favorite, which in turn attracted a bunch of studios to like offer him a whole bunch of money to make all these dog shit movies. And like, like I'm saying this as not a very big Kevin Smith fan. Like the, yeah. the only movie of his that I really, really, really like is Chasing Amy, and I think Chasing Amy's really good. Okay. And uh, but everything else, I think like Clerks and Mallrats is very mediocre. And then everything after all of that is just kind of like it, I feel like he puts in way too much, way too much like geek stuff that takes away from the story. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like with Chasing Amy, I feel like, because uh, I think he made Chasing Amy after like a huge breakup of his. And you can tell because he focuses so much on the story of Chasing Amy that he doesn't let all that geek stuff like cloud the story, which is really good. But yeah, everything else, I just feel like he, like it, like all of us like, oh, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. And but like Chasing Amy, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, this girl is fucked up my life. And it's like, yes, talk more about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I've never been a big f- uh, fan of Kevin Smith, but like watching Tusk and then watching this, like I've picked out so many things where I'm like, God, I like that. I, like, I actually, like, if you would focus, if you would like flush like this thing out, I would really like it. But then like the minute I, the minute I like, I start falling in love with it. Then he throws in something like like a fucking shit joke or sure. something that just completely ruins the character altogether. Where I'm like, oh well, then fuck you. And I found myself doing that a lot, especially like m- most <laughs> during this, because there were like characters that I started liking, and there was uh, plot devices that I really started liking. Where like the minute I found myself liking it, he would do something to ruin it. Where I was like, 
what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> so my theory is that he does not want to to uh, entice the temptation of another blockbuster, like, huge check that he is making movies that he wants to make, but he's self-sabotaging himself at the same time so that th- it's a dog shit movie, but he has elements in it that he can go back and look fondly on. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Like, it's hard to, for me to want to agree with that because, like, it's still, like, the way he makes money. It's still, like, his livelihood. So I can't imagine, like, he'd want to just, like, chase away any, like, offers for... Because I know he'd, like, the a lot of stuff he did is his own stuff. Yeah. Like, written, written and directed by him. Yeah. <clears throat> or at least co-written by him. Like, the one thing he had that was a studio movie was cop out yeah and he i know he had like an awful time with that movie yeah i because of production side and like the star side he didn't get along with bruce willis yeah and like i never saw cop out i heard it was kind of shitty yeah. but i think that's not like his problem i think it was a whole clusterfuck of a bunch of things but it still made him miserable yeah it did make him miserable but i can't understand like why like he would want to dig himself in such a hole that he, if he did have like this genius, like, so, like he's got a great idea for like another movie and it would be like good. Yeah. But now he's fucked himself by making a bunch of garbage films yeah. that he can't find the but funding to do it. Yeah. But he's not, he's not like, uh, I don't think he wants to entice. I think that's why he's making shit movies because he doesn't want to entice anybody else to come in and be like, this is a cult favorite. We're offering you this much money because I think like there's even like an interview in that documentary where he was like, like it's, it's one thing to be like, Oh fuck Hollywood. I'm never going to fucking do their movies ever again. It's another thing when they're like walking up to you with a fucking $80 million check saying, make our next movie. And then you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll sign right here. And then the minute you start doing it, then that's when they throw in the fucking, uh, like the stipulations and and the contract to get that money, and I feel like, in a way, he wants to put stuff out there, where like he wants like he just wants to put it out there where he can kind of like look at this one thing and be like, oh yeah, I like that and I like that. It's kind of like it's like a fucking like maybe like an artistic treasure hunt where <laughs> he's like he's putting things in here and there and then he's just covering it in big piles of shit and he's like daring people to be like find the things that i like yeah i, I don't know because like, there were things in here like um uh okay so like the party like the night like the the senior guys that invite the them the colleagues of the party yeah like they go into this weird fucking storyline where like like you like you go the go through the whole movie where it's like okay it's like a, like these two douchey jocks that are like trying to invite these chicks out to, like, fuck them because they're, like, sophomore... They're, like, naive sophomore chicks and it could totally be easy. Right. So, like, you kind of, like, brush it off as, like, yeah, okay, whatever. That, like, that's kind of, like, a very much... It's like a trope. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, it's like a plot device that's used all the time. Yeah. And then they just throw in this weird thing where it's, like, they're actually, like, weird cult members that want to, like, sacrifice them to, like, a moon god. And you're, like... Yeah, they're, like, Satanists or something. Like, that's a really cool fucking concept where it's, like... They they play on like he totally then, pulled like a red state and turned it on its head. Yeah, like, and then they yeah. like they even kind of like also play on that where it's like okay 
yeah, they're scared that these dudes are going to kill them, but they're still playing on, like, that sophomore girl wanting to be popular thing where it's like, oh, my God, they're going to kill me, but he's still really hot. Like, that's a really funny, <laughs> that's fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. And, like, do you just, you make a story, you make a movie around that, that would be hilarious. That would probably get, like, that That would be, like, a movie that would, like, g- like gain, like, some kind of cult status. But with <clears throat> cult status would come, like, with, like, some studios being, like, Hey, this new Kevin Smith movie is getting a lot of buzz. Maybe we should sign him for our next movie. <laughs> I did think that was a little interesting. One of the more interesting things I did things they did in the movie. I didn't think it was executed well. Like when they finally are at the store, yeah, or whatever. But uh, the like the one thing I want to bring back about Kevin Smith is like he's built himself like a big podcasting empire. Yeah, like he's one of the big like podcasting groups out there there's yeah. like there's like fucking earwolf nerdist smodcast yeah and like fucking mark Marin. yeah <laughs> <laughs> who i think is a part of earwolf now maybe because yeah yeah because is... he yeah he has all of his library there then it doesn't matter but so like he's like really what he gets through like advertising and all that shit f- for that has to be at least a decent enough income being like yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, we're not a part of a podcasting empire. Of course not. <laughs> what are you talking about, Troy? This, this gets us millions of dollars a day. We're famous podcasters. We're very famous. <laughs> but, like, I... The recent movies that he did, Tusk and this one, Yoga Hosers, yeah. like, they're brain children of Smodcast, of him and Scott yeah. Moser mm-hmm. bullshitting back and forth. Yeah. Which are funny... In the moment. Yeah. Like, they're half-baked ideas that they're improving right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny right yeah. there. In, like, taking that idea and trying to make it into something does not work. Like, no. I, it, it doesn't. We've seen it twice. Yeah. It doesn't work. Like, Tusk was like a weird kind of human centipede-like kind of a film. Yeah. That was so biz- like. So weird. Yeah, and it it's a shitty movie, but, like, going back to it, like, I think I even brought it up when we did the show. Like, there were elements in it that I kind of liked. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, the the main, like, creepy guy, I can't remember yeah. the actor who plays him, but I... But even kind of does, like, what I was talking about with this in that, where it's like, okay, you have this weird old guy that's really interesting that I kind of want to get to know more of. And then he totally ruins him with that yeah. weird scene with Johnny Depp where he just acts like a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like he takes a character that you're like kind of drawn to and then just, just destroys them in front of your eyes so that there's no way that you would be drawn to it anymore. Like, I feel like he's totally self-sabotaging himself. Yeah. My controversial uh, opinion about Johnny Depp Okay. I like him more in this movie than I do in Tusk. No, I think he's worse in this, to be honest. (laughs) I thought he was more, like, I could pay attention to him more in this than I could in Tusk. Controversial, I know. And, like, kind of, like... But it doesn't matter. And drawing off off of off of my thought process, like, I feel like if Johnny Depp's character was kind of played more serious, I think it would be better. But, like, they do, they go this route where it's, like, let's give him cross eyes and a big shitty nose and fucking... Like moles give him, that move yeah, all over his gross, face. gross, weird moles that move all, yeah. Like, I feel, yeah, like, I just feel like Kevin Smith gets these ideas and, like, I think somewhere there's, like, a script to Yoga Hosers that's, like, 
good. I doubt it. And then he just <laughs> I'm gonna fucking stop you right there. He just fucking takes the script. <laughs> no, he writes an initial draft and then is like, okay, this is my masterpiece. Sets it down and says, how can I make this? the worst fucking movie ever made and then just adds piles of shit on top of it that just makes it barely watchable um i feel like he's just self-sabotaging because there's no way it it makes sense that he would that he actually has like a brain in his head when to make this make this thinking this was a really good movie I think he's just self-sabotaging himself. <laughs> I don't know. Because he wants that yeah, thrill I, of making a movie without get, without drawing the attention of big studios, offering all this money, and then like giving up what he loves doing. Listen, like, lately he's been directing a lot of TV. Like, a yeah. lot of CW stuff. And he's even yeah. directing an episode of The Goldbergs yeah. coming up pretty soon. And, uh... A lot of stuff is in his wheelhouse, so he's like he's directing like uh, episodes of The Flash and Supergirl. He knows superheroes and stuff, yeah. So he they're getting him on here, and like I guess the episode of the Goldbergs is he's directing when the '89 uh, Batman movie comes out, okay. and so that's why he's directing this one. Yeah, got me interested to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so I might I will check be checking that out, but yeah. uh, like he's doing like great on TV, like. He's directing more TV lately than he has ever. Yeah. And so... But TV direction doesn't get you attention. TV direction, you can kind of fall back in the background. The Russo brothers directed TV. And now they're directing huge, well, they, multi-billion they, dollar movies. Yeah, but they also executive produce TV. Like, I think EPs get way more attention for TV than the directors do. Maybe. Like if you're if you're an EP, you can be a showrunner. If you're a showrunner, then you're running that TV show. Yeah, they weren't the showrunners on Community, were they? Yeah, really. The they, it's their brothers? names. It's their names and somebody else. Dan Harmon. Yeah, Dan Harmon. It's Harmon Russo Brothers really? production. Huh. Regardless, but if you're if you're if you're production then you're showrunner and then showrunner gets the attention for the show because it's an ongoing story if you're a director it's just episode by episode you're not in charge of the story uh, what i'm getting my point is what i'm trying to get across here is that i know he's not a shitty director yeah like there's movies of his that i like the tv shows that i've seen that he directed i like is if he's got quality stuff he can pull it out like the episode of the flash he did last year uh, entitled The Good Dinosaur, was an amazing episode. Yeah. Like, it had to deal with just people, like, talking to each other. He Kevin Smith does that really great. Yeah. Like, he's a sentimental guy. Like, he can really pull it across, and he can bring a tear to your eye. He yeah. cries all the time. Yeah. But, like, he, if he writes it himself, he needs to make sure that this shit is good. The best thing Kevin Smith does right now is when he does, like, motivational talks. And yeah. he was doing those, uh, actually, Ghost Hunter Dave and Dinosaur Neil and his wife, uh, Sarah. Yeah. Went to go uh, see him when they were in uh, Iowa City or something like that. Yeah. I think you brought that up when we did the when we did Tusk. And uh, they really enjoyed it. He was only supposed to be there for, like, two hours and he ended up talking for almost four. Yeah. Or something like that. That's what I think he needs to do right now. Like, go the route of Andrew W.K. and do motivational speeches. Yeah. Because that's all Andrew W.K. does right now. Really? Yeah. He's a motivational speaker. Yeah. And if there's anything that Kevin Smith can do, like, well, it's 
make you believe that if you've got an idea that you should just go out and do it because yeah. like what, what's holding you back? Mm-hmm. Like your fear, like who cares about your fear? Like just do it. Yeah. And like, there's been uh, a few, uh, like Q and a sessions he usually does after he like brings out a movie. Yeah. And the end like is usually a huge whole speech about that. And it's really empowering to listen to. And it's mm-hmm. great. And like, it's the best thing he's done in his career for the last 15 years yeah. or something like that. But like, that's not what he wants to do. Like if he wants to do podcasting, sure. That's fine. Like I'm sure he's got a, he's busy yeah. with that all the time, but I don't know, man. Like he, uh, I don't like your theory about sabotage. I don't buy it, but like it's doing it anyway. He's sabotaging yeah. himself regardless if that's his, it is, is his goal or not. I, I don't know. Like as much as I want to hate these movies, like the, the things that he comes <coughs> out and says about them, like, I don't know. I just can't fucking hate on them because he, he knows what they are. You can tell that he knows what they are. Yeah. And he's just like the thing that stuck out to me the most was like when he talked about like coming out with this where it's like like I I make movies to give people ideas for stuff. Like to make movies like in the future. Like he sure. wants to inspire people. And I feel like I don't know, like just watching this, there were so many things that I wanted to latch on to that he wouldn't give me the chance to latch on to. But like I was like, it still made me think about it. Like the whole thing with like the two, with like the, like the two guys that like you look, they look like they wanted to fuck them. And then in the end, they just wanted to sacrifice them to some weird moon God or whatever. Like that made me think about a fucking, like a story like involving like, what if like a fucking, uh, football team was like told by their coach that they have to do like join something that involves team building exercises. So they join a cult and then they just, <laughs> and then they just like lure a bunch of like sophomore virgins to like a house party and try and kill them. But they're still, they're still meathead jocks and they're still naive sophomore girls. Like imagine like this life or death situation with these two like stereotypical things. It made me think about that. And I can't hate on somebody that's like fucking making these creative juices run in my head. Yeah, but like the... The only way I can find that inspirational is that, like, if you're watching this and the, it just inspires you to make anything better. <laughs> like, this got made. Yeah. I know I have better ideas than this that are more coherent because this is, like, one of the poster children for, like, a movie that's got ADHD. Yeah. It is all over the place. It is. But, like, actually... Uh, Corey Coleman, I have a quote from him. Okay. Uh, uh, oh yeah, they hate this. They hate, they fucking hate this. I was going to ask you if you actually listened to the review of this or not. They fucking hate this. But I know Corey Coleman said that his, uh, the review of this was like his worst, like got number one on his worst movie list. Oh yeah. Yep. Besides like, uh, Fifty Shades Blacker or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, his quote was like, this is paraphrased, but like, um, Smith's obtaining funding for this film is an insult to aspiring filmmakers who can't even get their foot in the door. Yeah. That, like, this got made, and whatever they want to do, they can't even get, like, the light of day to freaking have anyone listen to their idea. Yeah. But that's, like, so how much funding did Kevin Smith get for this? Five million. 
And that's like, well, was any of it like self? Was it like uh, I don't, I didn't break it down. Was I don't, it from his fans or was it from like? It wasn't crowdfunded. There, if you look at um, the yeah, there's like five or six studios attached to it. If you yeah, if you look at the uh, producers on this movie, there's like probably twenty five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, the, it's got to be like he got money from everywhere, and it's got to be yeah. some self finance too. But but like in the same sense, like I can see how that's a problem. But in the same sense, like that's not Kevin Smith's fault. That's the production. That's the other productions fault that's the studio that was like we're investing in a kevin smith movie's fault i guess like if kevin smith's like i want to make this movie and then people are like yes it's not kevin smith's fault it's the people that said yes is fault yeah <laughs> yeah kevin smith did not come to them selling something that wasn't this is my next movie he came to them saying i'm making you saw Tusk. You saw everything I've made before this. I'm going to make something that's pretty much just like that. And they said, yep. <laughs> Stamp of approval. This is not Kevin Smith's fault. And I, like, as much as I want to fucking hate on Kevin Smith and this is a terrible movie, I will agree this is a fucking awful movie. Yeah. But there were things in here that I felt were way smarter than in stuff that I've seen that I hate. I I like this more than B, than BVS to be honest. Oh shit, and I can't agree to because, that. Because well no, and not because of the movie, but <laughs> I because cannot. like I feel there was more creative stuff in this than there was in BVS. BVS felt like a fucking let's try and please everybody kind of movie. This struck me as like there were things in there that if you germinated them more, it would be really good. But Kevin Smith is not about that. Kevin Smith's about fucking he just wants to put that out there. Whatever you do with it, you can do with it. This is my movie. He, I don't think he wants to fucking... Because he doesn't want to fucking make another movie that makes like a bunch of people be like, Yes, make this, make this, make this. He wants to do it on his own terms. And if you make a good movie, you're not doing a next movie on your own terms. You're doing it on someone else's terms because they want, them, they want you to make money for them. Yeah, they want more of the same. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know that it's like double edged. I, it's I, like yeah, I, it's a weird it's a weird argument, but at, at, that's the only thing that I can make sense out of this because he seems like a smart dude. And yeah, I don't hate of, the guy at all. Like I really like the guy. Yeah, actually. and there's a lot of shitty humor in this, and I cannot see that smart of a guy making that shitty of humor. So the only way I can see him doing it is if he's like, I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna make a real shitty movie, but I'm gonna put things in there that I like. So if I like. Like, I want to, like, see this with Kevin Smith. Where, like, he, like, just sit in his fucking basement or his man cave or whatever. <laughs> and, like, he turns it on. And I bet if I watch it with him, he'll be like, okay, so if I were to make this part into a movie, I would actually more, I would emphasize more on this and then try and build this out more. And I'd be like, that's kind of cool. But, like, he, I feel like he put so much, like, he piled so much shit on top of that. Just to make, just to scare everyone away from making him make making him do another movie, just try and do it on his own terms. It's a weird argument, but that's it is the only a weird I, argument. That's the only thing I can make sense out of it. If that's the way you got to do it, man, have at <laughs> that's it. That's the only way I can make sense. Like even the the fucking uh, like the Nazi leader guy, like he was annoying. But there were parts of it that oh, I like liked. Ralph where it's Garman like, or whatever? Yeah. When he spoke in a bunch of accents. But then it was so... I like the fact that it's like, okay, you get a fucking Nazi fascist who cryogenically freezes himself. And then when he wakes up, he's trapped in this basement, like, subjected to a bunch of American films. Yeah. So he's an Americanized version of a fascist. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was done it was done very shittily and it was done very annoyingly. But if you like take that character and you like like uh like kind of like grow on it and like find a way to make it where it's entertaining that's fucking hilarious. You know what I'm getting pleasure out of right now? Do you wait? Do you listen to any uh, Smodcast podcast? No. Okay. And so, like, you're seeing this from like a point that you've never seen it before, and it's like really making me happy. Yeah. Because like I used to listen to a lot of them. I used to listen to Smodcast and Fat Man on Batman and Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. Hollywood Babylon in general has Ralph Garman as the co-host. Yeah. And all of those voices that he does, he does every show yeah. of Hollywood Babylon and yeah. does all these impersonations. Yeah. Those that was but the person impersonations like the, the annoying part of it. I don't want that. I just want like the like But, but Oh, go go guy. But go just <laughs> like you seeing that as like that's the what you took from it. Yeah. Like I took it as like he does these fucking impersonations every single podcast, and now he's just putting them into a movie. Yeah. That's all I can see. Yeah. And, like, you seeing it from <laughs> never listening to it yeah. from a totally different perspective. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an interesting point. Like, I like that, even though they said it in the movie. Yeah. Like, you took it at more face value than me knowing, like, how they made the sausage or bratwurst yeah. in this <laughs> In this instance. So you're watching it being made. I'm just fucking eating it. Yes. <laughs> and you, it has a terrible aftertaste. Yeah. But I know, like, how it's already going to taste. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I've got a, actually a quote from somebody, uh, Simon Abrams, who writes for RogerDeber.com. Okay. Um, he's got a quote for the movie that I thought was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. He said, if the creators of South Park made this, yoga hosers may have been hysterical. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I could only agree a hundred percent that if the South yeah. Park guys made like this Canadian weird movie, yeah, that would have been it would have been pretty great. But they come at it from way different angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I I I will definitely agree that this is a terrible fucking movie. But I feel this came from a this came from a place that was. Not as commercialized as BVS, and that's why I say I like this more than BVS. Whereas, oh my! Whereas BVS was—I <laughs> cannot get behind that. Whereas BVS was made as a fucking BVS was made as like people are gonna fucking love this. Yeah. This was made as people are gonna fucking hate this. <laughs> and I can respect somebody who's gonna make something that shit as opposed to someone who's gonna make something good and is totally completely fucking out of like cannot comprehend people's interpretation of what is entertainment like just putting dumb shit out there and saying people eat this kevin smith is putting like shit out there where it there's some stuff that's good but it is shit yeah it is a really weird argument i i apologize <laughs> no no pal it's like it, it's definitely I just cannot there. have I cannot have any respect for BVS because it really is it really is just awful <laughs> yeah I, I can't argue with that like it is awful but BVS it is better than this movie I just cannot have respect for a fucking the best part about this movie cash cow is 
that it's 88 minutes long. Yeah. And the thing is, it is short. Like, he makes it as short as possible, which I appreciate. You know what my favorite part of this review is? What? Is that we barely really talked about the movie and more just about Kevin Smith. We did. And we just shoved it out of the way. To be honest... This is a shitty movie. To be honest, there's nothing to really talk about in this. No. And, like, I, we could go on forever <laughs> about, like, how, like, the two actresses really aren't really all that good. Yeah. But they're, like... They're not even 18. They're, like, underage. Yeah. Like, it's, it wouldn't be fair just to say, like... And to be honest, they they would be really good uh, side characters. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like Used they're, like... I, in moderation. The way the way I usually uh, would def- define a good side character is it's somebody that you are friends with, but you don't want to live with or don't want to be around a lot. <laughs> like, that's a good side character. And the Colleens are... A good side character. But the thing is, it's based around them. And you spend enough time with them where you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. They sing a little too much in this. They they sing don't they sing not well too much in this. <laughs> One the of them. The scene Okay, so the scene <laughs> Okay, go ahead. So so the scene where it's supposed to like move their father to like Yeah. It wasn't good. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I think that was the best song they sang too. Is that one? It wasn't good though. <laughs> it wouldn't. Them... It wouldn't. It wouldn't make me want to not fuck somebody. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, unless maybe they were in the room. If 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 I was about to fuck, like my, I don't know if he's supposed to be like his girlfriend or wife at the time. If I was supposed to have sex at that time, and my daughter and her friend started loudly singing in the other room. I would not be like, don't touch me. I need to listen to this. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm getting laid right now. <laughs> also weird that they know their dad's trying to fuck. Yeah. Or at least one of their dads. Oh, here's another thing. How weird is it that Kevin Smith was very, Kevin Smith seemed very like adamant about talking about periods and his daughter yeah. And his it, wife it, is in this as, as well. His wife? Who's, who's his it's wife? His wife is the one, the older woman that they talked about periods with. Oh, okay. At whatever place they were at. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, they, they talk a lot about periods. At a, at a point in this, they do. At a, a chunk of the movie. Yeah. More, more than you probably would want to when it's, you're, you're having your daughter... Like she's like pornographically talking about periods, and he and his her father wrote this. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and anyway, like the movie's bad. Like Neil brought up one thing last week that there's one moment that I that we would probably laugh at. I don't know what it would have been. And I don't know what it is either, but I'm going to guess right now. Dinosaur Neil, tell me if I'm right. Is it Kevin Conroy coming to the counter and doing a Batman shtick while his son Robin is the right there? Was that was that the thing? Because that was the one thing I got a chuckle out of. I love how you're like staring at me right now like I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring at you. Making you a like surrogate yeah. <laughs> of Dinosaur Neil, but legit. Let let me yeah. know because if that's it, that's the only that's the only thing that I laughed at, yeah. or even chuckled at in the movie. Yeah, I didn't laugh. <laughs> I didn't laugh. I all right. 
Um. Yeah. I'm glad Haley Joel Osment's getting work. Yeah. And see, <laughs> like, I I liked his part. And for some points, I actually kind of like Justin Long's part too, even though he was no. like a yo- like I just I don't <laughs> know. For some reason, I laughed when they called him Yogi Bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then like some of the fucking poses that he was doing were like they were dumb, but they were like dumb enough where I was like I'm chuckling. But like I don't know. I. Maybe I was a little too passionate about my hate for BVS to say it was a worse movie than this. <laughs> you have so but much I passion. Really, I really fucking hate BVS. <laughs> You're so passionate. And I can... T- I don't know. I just... I, I feel like... I don't know if it's because this movie was so bad that I'm, I, I'm trying to see things that I like so hard that I'm making this a better movie in my head than it really is. I probably am. Yes. <laughs> yes. What would you grade this movie? Oh no, it's it's awful. It's terrible. It's yeah, it's total an F. fucking F. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's an F. But I just, I don't know. I, I've, it's it boggles my mind that he would make this. I just yeah, don't it know. It boggles my mind as well. Like it shouldn't be made. I don't know. Now I'm just kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm like going through like the five stages of grief just talking about this right now. Uh well we just need to accept it and then we'll be done. Yeah. That this was a thing. I don't know. I but thanks, Neil, for fucking me up because I'm I have no yeah, idea. He's gonna have weird it. dreams now or I something. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just Ugh. Oh, look what you've done. Look what you've done, Neil. Thanks, Neil, you broke me. You broke me. I'm fucking broken right now. <laughs> well, let's pick it up. Okay. Besides yoga hosers, JT, is there anything else you've been into this week? Um, I uh, I saw the movie Goat, the uh uh movie about uh I think I brought it up like in a trailer talk like a long time ago uh, about like hazing in fraternities. Oh, yeah. I kind of vaguely remember that. And um, it was pretty interesting. Okay. It's definitely made by somebody who fucking hates fraternities, though. Okay. Because they make everyone that's in a fraternity look like a fucking asshole. Right. But they take a they take a really cool, interesting take on it. Like, they have a really cool scene with James Franco where he's like, oh, he's only in it for, like, maybe five or ten minutes. But he, he plays, like, this, like... uh. Like, 30-something family man who just, like, stops by because he was part of the fraternity. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, man, what the fuck's up, man? He's like, hey, man, I'm just stopping by. I saw you guys are out. My family's waiting for me. And then it slowly turns into, like, he goes in the house and has shots, and he just turns into this wild savage of a person. Ugh. Where you're like, (laughs) fuck, like, fraternities seem like the worst. (laughs) Like, I don't, like, it's... I don't know. It was really interesting, and it, but it was very one-sided. And I, I would like it better if there was like more dimension to everybody. But it, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I would definitely check it out. All right. And um, we, uh, me and Molly finished Hannibal season two. Okay. Which uh gets really interesting in the like, in the beginning I was kind of hesitant to it because there was like, a whole bunch of like, very elaborate. Uh, representations of just dead bodies being laid out in like very public places like courthouses. Sure. And you're like, that's not possible. <laughs> but then like 
it they ha- it happens so often where you're just like, okay, I just abs- accept it now, and then it right. gets good again. And uh, yeah, I'm really into I'm really into Hannibal. It's it's good, right? And uh, goddamn fucking bug, get that bug off your mic. <laughs> I think oh. it's off. And uh, <laughs> I introduced Molly to Swiss Army Man. Oh my yeah, number, my number one. Right. I rewatched it. I. I like rewatched it, being like, oh, I'm probably not gonna like it as much. Watching, loved it even more. Good to be on. I loved it even more. And uh, Molly did not get it. <laughs> she, I think her 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 uh, quote was, "This was your number one." <laughs> I was like, "All right, it's fine." Different strokes. Yeah, different strokes. Yeah. But yeah, I just loved. I, there's even things that I, I found in the second time around watching it that I that made me love even more, like the fact that they were pretty much like in like a weird version of a landfill, and that's how they built all their. Mm-hmm. All those houses and button that bus and stuff. So it's like they're all everything there. Even like Daniel Radcliffe's body and him in general are just kind of like thrown away by society, and now they're all coming together to like form like this community. Right on. Like it's so fucking good. Yeah, that's one movie I kind of want to watch again. See if uh, Chelsea likes it. I don't know if she watched it or not. I can't remember if she did. God get, damn! Get bug. that bug. Get it out of Get here, out bug! Here. Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here! Um, yeah, awesome. That, that, that's all I've been watching. Uh, well, I uh, there's this uh, comic called Fables. It's been out forever. Yeah, it's done now. Yeah, it's what Once Upon a Time is based off of. Yeah, if you watch that fucking shit show. Yeah. Ugh, it's a bad show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm about halfway through it, and I picked it up again after a couple years, um, because I have collected all of it since then, and uh, I'm I'm back on board that train. I really like that. It's it's an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They've crafted it really well, like, at the point where I'm in now, like, if you you don't know what it is, it's, like, all these um, public domain characters, like, any fable you've ever heard of is in this, like... And that accounts, like, to any public domain character that Disney even has, like, made movies of. But So, like, Snow White is in it. The Big Bad Wolf is in it. Beauty and the Beast are in it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Cinderella, like, Jack Horner. Like, yeah. little Jack Horner sat in the... Jack is actually every Jack that you've ever heard of in a fable. Oh, cool. So, like, Jack and Jill... Is the same Jack as Jack Horner. Oh, is the cool. same Jack as Jack and the Beanstalk. All of them are the same, and he's just a shyster. Prince Charming um, is the same prince in every Disney movie. Yeah. And he's just slept around with all these Disney princesses. Son of a bitch. Freaking, uh, uh, there's a different part of Fableland called Agra or, uh, maybe it's Agrabah. But, like, that's where Aladdin and all these other, like, middle eastern fables yeah. are and it's it's really great and at this point like uh the big bad wolf and snow white are married yeah and obviously the big bad wolf has like a human form or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have like children and this whole thing has gone on and it's it's really interesting and like i think right now if i can because inventory's coming up at work so i'm gonna have a few days off yeah i'm gonna see if i can blow through the rest of it nice um, my dad finished it, and he said he really liked it. So 
There you go. There right you have it. I think I borrowed a bunch of them from you when I got through it, and it was pretty good. Yeah. They're not like a superhero adventure fair. It's like no. definitely its own thing. Yeah. And so, like, it, if you're looking into, if you think you know what it is, it's probably not. So, yeah. Um, I also watched Zootopia. Oh, shit. Here we go. you, Neil, t- I was listening back to the show. Yeah. And, yeah, God, what you guys were saying, I was like, I really want to watch Zootopia. Yeah. And so we, me and Chelsea watched it the other night. Yep. Really good. Right? Really good. Like, I don't know if I got into it as much as you and Neil did. Yeah. But it still is one of the better movies that I saw of 2016. Yeah. That came out in 2016. Yeah. Really good. Jason Bateman, Born to Play a Fox. <laughs> really good. So good. Yeah. Um, the whole thing was good. Like, I uh, really liked it. I There's a few twists in I didn't even see coming. Like, the whole sloth thing was really funny. Oh, yeah. Really, uh, just, I don't know, really good. I totally forgot to bring up the sloth thing. That was so, so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. I, I, I really liked it. It was really, really, and really, I didn't know much about it at all. Like, I didn't actually know that the, uh, the bunny was, like, the main character in it. Yeah. Because I thought the fox was. Yeah. Which, I mean... Yeah. He's in the whole movie, but yeah. like it revolves around the bunny or whatever. Mm-hmm. Officer Hops. Yep. So, but no, I like I like the way that they they make comments on race without making it a race thing. Like mm-hmm. you don't watch it being like, okay, so the bunnies are white and the right. and like the 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 I don't know like the foxes are 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 black people. It's all like everyone's their own species. Everyone's different. You you're not you're not trying to connect right. races to animals. They're just right. they're animals. They're different. That's all you need to know in terms of yeah. race. Yeah, and that's what. And I didn't and going into it. Um, I didn't know that, and so like I thought they were trying to do that. Like, yeah, foxes are African American people. Bunnies are white people. Yeah. For example, or whatever. Yeah. I thought that's what's how it was gonna be, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for that kind of turn to happen. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, no, they're just, they're doing it the other way. Like, <laughs> yeah. all the animals are different, and they're just showing how, like, people look down on different species of animals yeah. Yeah. In, a, in the way that, like, people look at other people differently. Yeah, like, because, like, certain animals, like, being a, part, being a certain species, you can't connect with another certain species. So then you try and find a way to to bring them down. Like, oh, they're just, they're just savages. Yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was really good. Really smart, uh, really smart uh, movie. Yeah, I fucking love Zootopia. Well, it's my number two. (sighs) Number two, man. (laughs) I don't know where it would place in my top ten. Yeah. I also forgot Swiss Army Man. You're number one and two. You did. (laughs) I I thought the other day where I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to put Hush in, because I fucking loved Hush. Hush. The movie about, like, the deaf chick that was being stalked by a dude. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that either. Ah, oh, that one's so fucking good. Didn't see I that. I feel like I should have put that in there somewhere. <sighs> Shit. Fucked up! <laughs> well, JT, people want to tell you where to put it. Where can they do that? Well, they can... <laughs> they want to contact me. They can contact me at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for Everyone on Instagram, and you know what? Contact me on Snapchat at Bucky for Everyone, or just Bucky for Everyone. Nailed it. 
I think BVS is better. Th- I think BVS is better than the whole Yoga Hosers. I'm already taking back that statement. <laughs> Good. It was such a bad. I got so passionate about you got, you it. You were pa- you're a passionate man. It was so. Look, Batman v Superman is bad, but I don't know. I was seeing stuff in Yoga Hosers that it's no. Don't watch Yoga Hosers. You were on a roll. Neil, you broke me. God damn it. <laughs> you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter. You can find all of our new shows on Facebook.com slash Off Topic Podcast. And you can find all of our episodes past, present, future on SoundCloud.com slash Off Topic Podcast as well. If you're into iTunes, you can find us on iTunes. Just look up Review Review Podcast. Yes, review, review, review podcast. And we are also on Google Play if you use that application as well. If you have something to say that may be more than 140 characters, we do have an email. We've had a few emails from time to time. Jude, looking at you. What the hell, Jude? Uh, you can find us, or you can write us an email at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Review, 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 spelled just like it is on the title of this episode. Most deaf. There you have it. There you have it. We done did it. Done did it. Yeah. Next week, I'm kind of excited about next week. Yeah. Brought a suggestion up to me earlier today. Yep. I we're was gonna, into it. We're going to cover, which it's supposed to debut. Yeah, it is. It's debuting this weekend, the HBO limited series starring Jude Law. Jude Law. The Young Pope. Very interested to see how that turns out. Yeah. I've already heard... Um, not reviews of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, either people are disgusted about it or super curious about it. Oh, dude, it looks like such a fucking cool concept. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just saw a trailer for it again and I'm like, I don't think I'm excited for it as I was before, but maybe that's because I've just heard some other people that I like being like, fuck that show or whatever. Oh no, dude. I saw like a trailer for it where it legit looks like if... The mo- if uh, the Pope treated his position like he was a mob boss. Right on. Like, it exi- like, like, legit looks like how they're playing it, and it looks so fucking good. Good deal. And so, because they are putting it out at a, a different schedule, we'll be reviewing the first two episodes. Yeah, Sunday, Monday. So, we'll get the first two eps under our belts and tell you all about it. Yes. I'm, ex- I'm pretty stoked. Yep. Do a first impressions, yep. and if we if we're into it, might do a full review when it comes when it's all done, said and done. When it's all said and done, all is said it, and done. This is a ten parter. I don't know. I know they're they're they are sticking to the schedule of doing Sunday Mondays, because I think because they have to end it before they do like their next one called uh, what the fuck is it? It's that one with like Reese Witherspoon in it. Oh, like, like big little big little liars or big little lies or something. Which that one like looks kind of interesting too. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one with uh? It's like the three women in it or whatever. Yeah, it's like Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and Shailene Woodley. I don't know where that is. Uh, the chick, like the Divergent chick. I was talking about Nicole Kidman. I've never heard of her. Oh, her. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck Tom Cruise once. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, well, great. Yeah. So join us next week for. The Young Poop. The Young Poop. Young Poop, starring Yudla. Young Poop with Yudla. <laughs> uh, otherwise, terrific show. Good. Very insightful. I like how this review, like, we utterly hated the movie, but we had nothing, like, 
but positive things really to come out with like Kevin Smith. Like we still don't hate the guy. Yeah. It's like, listen, man, we like you. Just make something <laughs> worth it. <laughs> At least that's where I came out. Like, I don't know how you feel. I don't know. I feel like there's something, there's something in there. He just, well, you heard, you heard my theory. I'm not going to try and repeat it again. You just, you'll I say outlandish things. Like you liked it more than BVS. I will. Yeah, I'm telling you, it just <laughs> we, fucking, we need it, to cut it, you it, off. Burl, it burrows into me. And then it's like, <laughs> it fucking, I don't know. Just so passionate. Neil so broke like, me. God damn it. Neil. The fuck? God damn it. Neil. <laughs> fucking it up. What's well, the show? Everybody. All right. So join us next week. Young Pope Eula. The Young Pope Eula. Young Pope Eula. Uh, until next time, I'm Short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are off.